1: blaze radio network and now chewing the fat with jeff fisher okay so i came in today and i just i was asked to do some tags for a commercial now i didn't know about this i was just i was just asked hey we've got this company that's going to start doing commercials and we've got to have these tags for you to read all right and you know a lot of people make a lot of money reading tags i do not but I haven't seen a check for these, all right? Now, I don't know if they want me to, you know, there's three lines. I've already cut them. I've cut them a bunch of different ways. They can use them any way they want. Now, the, the three lines were the luxurious gift your Valentine will love every day. Valentine's heart soaps in feminine or masculine sense. Enter Blaze 10 to save 10% on your Valentine's Day gift purchase. And it's for GPGoatSoap.com. I thought originally I said that can't be real, right? I mean, come on now. We're going to have it's going to be some kind of joke bit for Stu Does America or something. You know, I'd do those for free. Well, I don't want to. Don't tell Stu with that. But those are, you know, those are fun. But when I go to gpgoatsoap.com, right? I mean, there's no audio like that when you log on to gpgoatsoap.com, although there should be. Just log on to gpgoatsoap.com. But it talks about the Quinn Pittman goat milk products. And I mean, it's on their homepage. Hi, I'm Quinn Pittman. I started milking a small herd of goats when I was nine. I'm 14 now and with the help of my family, we create handcrafted items for your home. Our goat milk soaps and shampoos are appreciated for their silky smoothness and rich lather. Goat milk adds the nutrients your skin and hair need to stay soft. I mean, it's a legitimate product. I might have to talk to Quinn. We might have to talk to Quinn Pittman. I want to know. Where's Quinn at? Is Quinn... Is Quinn in the U.S.? We live in a rural part of Florida. Chicken? No, that's not. That's not a chicken. Yeah, uh, ducks. <laughs> no, just give me the goats. Yeah, they live in a rural part of Florida. They have chickens. I think those are chickens. Ducks. Quails and rabbits, but I knew I wanted goats. So on his ninth birthday, I'm sorry, on my ninth birthday, Quint Pittman, on my ninth birthday, my parents gave me two Nigerian dwarfs. No, I mean two Nigerian dwarf goats, not Nigerian dwarfs. Oh, Peter Dickleys don't come after me. Anyway, we, I don't want to mess with that. And, uh, they, and they said, who, which are said to have had sweet and creamy milk. Now, I know that you want, if you watch the goat people on uh, YouTube, what's the stupid YouTube? Weedman and reap. Weedman and reap from Arizona. And I, I call them goat people. My daughter got me hooked on their stupid show. But that's what they do. They raise goats. And that's what they use on their farm in Arizona. So that's what Quinn does. Do we got to talk to Quinn? We got to talk to Quinn. I mean, the guy has been milking Nigerian dwarf goats for five years or more i mean this i I don't know maybe quinn's 15 or 16 now we got to talk to quinn so anyway be prepared (laughs) be prepared for the onslaught of commercials for (laughs) gp welcome to chewing the fat All right. Well, I mean, we've been talking about animals, uh, the Nigerian dwarf goats, we might as well keep it on the animal theme here on this, like the Merv Griffin show a hundred years ago where Merv would have his theme weeks. And uh, you know, today's theme is animals. So we start off with the Nigerian dwarf goats and we're going to, we're going to head right into hippos. Now I'm a fan of hippos you know that i've done shows on hippos a separate shows on hippos about how they wanted to bring them into this country for meat originally and how it didn't happen and before it was before cattle before we started really breeding cattle so anyway and then we talked about uh what was it el chapo or uh the other guy the other drug lord that had the hippos down in Colombia? it wasn't el chapo it was the other guy escobar yeah pablo escobar yeah uh, he had his he had his zoo down there and they had a bunch of hippos and remember they came to rescue the animals and the guys that rescue were like ah eh, we don't want to catch those hippos man just let them go and now they're got to be out trying to you know they're trying to deball them so they don't <laughs> so they don't have babies so anyway we find out that hippos talk to each other well duh I mean we knew that already on this show we played you hippos talking to each other. <laughs> Thank you. Different out So now they're saying, "Oh, well, you know." All right, zip it. Oh, I didn't need to shoot that one. He was good, man. He wasn't an he wasn't a an escobar hippo, but okay, whatever. And that's what they're and they won't kill him. Why won't they kill him? We're killing all kinds of animals humanely, of course. Probably because really isn't humane. <laughs> when it gets the job done. Anyway, uh, according to this, we've now found out that uh, the loud wheeze honks that the animals, I guess had been a mystery. We hadn't been around hippos enough to know that when you hear <coughs> it means something, she's trying to tell you, hey, get off me. <coughs> or Hey. Got a little hippo in this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that is definitely that's what those wheeze honks are. <laughs> yes, that's exactly what all these wheeze honks are. They didn't need a study. I want the study money. The team says the animals, this team, the scientists studying the hippos at the African Nature Reserve, those are distinctive honks. Uh, thank you. Professor Nicholas Muthavan. Muthavan? M M-A-t- A T. Yeah, that's his last name. From the University of <laughs> from France. He's some Frenchy French scientist. Sounds animals make across the world, from sep- leopard he seals to hyenas. That's a good gig right there. He's just traveling the world, listening for the different wheezes and the honks from different animals to find out how they communicate. I mean, I could have told. Why? You know what, professor? Call me, so that when you hear the hippos, you know that they're thinking. Okay. I need the You made the guns at me. I I was just pointing. I didn't mean the gun. I need the music.
0: Well the hippo's dead now. I can't fix that.
1: <laughs> 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 no, it's too, I don't know. I'm not in the mood now. I'm not in the mood. Thank you. That's what happens, man. You get the wrong wheezer honk for my hippo, you're going down. That's it, man. All right, that's enough hip. Okay, so as long as we're on animals, I've had this story in the fat pile for quite some time. I mean, this story happened on the 16th of January. If you're listening live, today is the 26th of January, 2022. So I've had this story for eight or nine days, and I just keep, I leave it in the fat pile, but I just never get to it. But you know what? We're on animals, and let's just stick with it, okay? So uh, apparently, this man in india was really really drunk i know it's a big surprise and he was supposed to do this animal sacrifice they were supposed to he was supposed to kill a goat i don't know hopefully it wasn't a quinn Pittman goat yeah and uh he got really drunk and uh he did it, cut the human's throat instead of the goat I didn't say it was funny. I just said I've had this story in the the fat pile. So he was supposed to carry out this animal sacrifice, and then it was like, oh, dude, what are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? And so the person who uh, was supposed to be holding the animal probably wishes they weren't holding the animal at the time. So they ran the guy to the hospital, and he didn't make it. The police now believe that, well, they're conducting further investigations on this because he was, you know, look, he was drunk. What are you going to do? He was drunk. He went over there. It was supposed to be the goat. The guy resembles a goat. <laughs> hey, I don't know if we ended up doing the goat, too. Wait. I mean, killing the goat, too. I mean, it's sad, and I don't even know why I've had this story in the fat pile now that I say it out loud. <laughs> it's just, I think it was just because it was a goat story, but the goat lived. Ah, let's go to the break room. I got to get away from this man. <laughs> I'm going down a road. I Seriously, I'll go down it. There is no. If you and I are sitting here in person right now, there is no road I won't go down, okay? but in the broader sense of things for the you know all of the chewing the fat listeners there may be a time when i think you know i probably won't take that exit i'll just stay on the road up here and keep driving and that exit we'll get back to it we'll swing back around you know go down there some other time but right now we're just going to stay right on the expressway and head right into the break room, okay? Because we need something cold to drink anyway. Oh, so good. I guess congratulations are in order to a Nintendo Switch. Uh, I know I saw a couple weeks ago where they were saying they were on their way to overtake uh, PlayStation from its position in the best-selling console list, but uh, I heard yesterday, as it was reported, uh, that they did surpass PlayStation, so congratulations to Nintendo Switch. They already outsold Nintendo's Wii lifetime sales. I mean, that was supposed to be huge right and then it was just like eh, 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 not gonna be that way I mean I still I think we still have the we we haven't played we still did some you know the bowling and baseball and tennis bow and arrow stuff with it but then it just was like all right eh, I eh, eh, would eh, I'm gonna go back downstairs <laughs> eh, I'm gonna go back downstairs I got the Switch, Dad. All right, that's fine. You play with the Switch. You got the Xbox and the PlayStation. Just leave me alone. I just want to sit here on the sofa, okay? (laughs) Did you see? Oh, my gosh. So we got to talk about the numbers of the NFL over this past weekend. Huge. I mean, the massive numbers for the NFL games. They were great games, and we talked a little bit about that on Monday, what great games they were. But the numbers were amazing. So – the four games on NBC and Fox Saturday, NBC and CBS Sunday, all right, now the four games, averaged 37.1 million viewers. That is incredible. Now, that's a 21% increase over the same round last year. Really good, a year-to-year boost like that. And the digital viewing increased that number another million. Just Amazing. Actually, a little more than a million, 38.2 million. Now, the primetime game between Kansas City Chiefs and the Buffalo Bills, 42.74 million viewers. Most watched divisional round game in five years. That is incredible. Now, one of the things on this that talks about Nielsen's ratings didn't include out-of-home viewing And I thought, hmm, what is out-of-home viewing? So a video market, out-of-home video market, includes video watched in every space outside of one's own home or personal device. So they're trying to gather who's watching it at bars and restaurants and stuff. And so they, you know, trip past visibility research using traffic and census data and so, we'll see, I mean, Nielsen has already, there was one story that they already revealed that they came down and said, ooh, uh, we were wrong. But they, when you read the story, they're saying that they undersold how many people were doing the out So, I mean, they're figuring it out, how to make it happen, because it makes sense, right? I mean, if they're tracking... I mean that's what the Google lawsuit was about when we talked about it yesterday too the tracking. But if they're tracking where we go, then if we go to you know bars and restaurants, then that knows we know that it could be still watching it on your mobile device. But you're most likely at this facility to watch what's happening on the screen. It's just big numbers anyway, just incredible. And I love the uh, the quote from uh, Andy Reid, the head coach of the Kansas City Chiefs, if you're not aware, Uh, when they came down to 13 seconds at the end of the playoff game and Patrick drove them down to kick the field goal to send them into overtime and then obviously winning the game in overtime. Uh, He he had Patrick Mahomes on the sidelines with the timeout before 13 seconds left, and the quote from Andy Reid is, when it's grim, be the grim reaper. Think about it. Uh, That's awesome. Uh, That's a guy you want to play for right there. When it's grim, be the Grim Reaper. And he obviously became the Grim Reaper because uh, he shut down the Buffalo Bills. (laughs) And then, of course, after the game, they aired uh, NCIS Hawaii, which got great numbers for them. Uh, It wasn't quite the 42 million (laughs) that was watching before. But uh, they got like almost 10 million. For NCIS Hawaii. I'm surprised that they, I mean, that's one of CBS's new shows, NCIS Hawaii. Um, And I know that they're, you know, they're pushing it. I'm surprised. Like, remember after the Super Bowl, they aired uh, Equalizer with Queen Latifah. That was their new big show. But see, uh, my boy Chris Noth was on Equalizer. and He just got the boot from Equalizer because of the allegations of all the, you know, so it was multiple sexual assault allegations. Uh, wait, wait. <laughs> I mean, he proclaims his innocence. I'm going with Chris, okay? But uh, I see where there's another. Did you see the Peloton? You know, we had they had the big deal with Big, Chris Noth, uh, who died on the Peloton during sex in the city, right? And they had the big deal over that, and then they made the commercial with What's-His-Face, Oh, you know, hubby to the what's-her-face. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Ryan Reynolds, uh, husband to Blake Lively. And by the way, Blake, stop looking at me like that, okay? Every time I go to your Instagram account, it's it's embarrassing. You're embarrassing yourself looking at me like that. But anyway, so they go to Ryan Reynolds, and they make up a commercial campaign with Chris Knopf, and the peloton trainer and it's funny and they're talking about you know working out and how good it is for you and that kind of thing peloton fighting back from the the death scene of of uh chris Knott. well then chris gets these allegations coming after him so they've got to pull that campaign well now showtime has a show called billions which i watch from time to time when i Subscribe for free to Showtime because I don't really pay for Showtime. So I only you know a couple times a year I get a free pass and I go in and I watch all the Showtime shows and then I'm gone. Because we've got another one coming. I mean Ray Donovan movie is out now. I gotta get into Showtime to watch that. And I really do like the billions. It's good. It's you know, I, I like I like the show. But so they have a guy that die- that uh, has a heart attack on a Peloton in that show. Incredible. And apparently they shot it before the Sex in the City aired okay so they i guess they did they weren't in cahoots with sex in the city and so they went back and edited in the guy saying i don't want to be like the guy on the show (laughs) so i mean he lives right in 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 billions he doesn't die like big did in sex in the city anyway peloton's under fire man they are taking some heat man I hope it works out for them but again i care but i don't care but i was talking about ncis hawaii which made me think about the other shows because they're promote. i mean they had good numbers and then it was a two-parter right they were driving people to watch the next night which was good i'd be interested to see their numbers uh the following night i haven't they haven't they haven't sent me the overnights yet but uh i see where now ncis the original ncis is still the mothership for the ncis because new orleans got the boot And Mark Harmon isn't on the show anymore. He's still, you know, his picture is still on the open. Leroy Jethro Gibbs is still, you know, mentioned during the show and stuff. His character is awesome, but he's not on the show anymore. What are you shaking your head for? How old is he? Mark Harmon? Got to be like pushing 80. No way. Mark Harmon's got to be. No, uh, Mark Harmon, 68. All right, we're finding out right now. (laughs) Please hold. Thanks for listening to Chewing the Fat. Your listenership is very important to us. We're attempting to find some information to extend our knowledge on the show and yours. Thank you. Please hold. Okay, thanks for holding. We appreciate it, all right? He's 70. He's 70. Don't be bad-mouthed Mark Harmon, man. That's Leroy Jethro Gibbs. So anyway, during the NCIS Hawaii show, I see he even gets a mention there. She they do a flashback of her as before her coming into NCIS, the star, the, the star of NCIS Hawaii. And she's given a business card from Leroy Jethro Gibbs. So they're still hooking you with, with my man on NCIS. It's not, anyway, it's just. Just saying, and I see. Speaking of CBS shows, where FBI, you know, I, I love the FBI's, and they have FBI, and then they have FBI Most Wanted, and FBI International. Now, the FBI Most Wanted is probably one of the most the wokest of the woke. Although they're all CBS is really woke, man. They push a. I'm almost at the point of giving up on CBS. I really am. Blue Bloods is. You know, I like Blue Bloods because it's got my boy in it and everything is fine. You know, I, I, I love the family and, you know, that's the Reagan way. Right, I get it. That's just the, you know, that's their way. And I and, I, and I, I love that show. But the FBI's, all right? So the Most Wanted, the guy, the star of Most Wanted, is leaving. It's the third season. He's like, I'm out. Julian McMahon, he's asked to be out. I mean, he used, he, he wants to, uh you know pursue additional creative pursuits dude you're on a hit show for cbs suck it up bro get some money so now they claim that he's gonna leave here in another i don't know two or three episodes they figure out some way to kill him off or ship him off he's probably gonna have to go be with his daughter riding horses in canada or something but they're bringing in dylan mcdermott to take his place and Dylan McDermott is on Law and Order: Organized Crime. He's the one of the bad, the big bad guy. He's not, you know, but I mean, he's, he's pulling down some money. Plus, I don't know that Dylan can pull that that part off. If you asked me, if they were to consult me, I would say that Dylan really doesn't can't do that part. I know that he's been, you know, a character in a lot of shows, but his role as of late has been a bad guy. And the FBI most wanted character, at least Julian's character, is more of a good guy. He's a you know an FBI after the most wanted, so you know he'll put you down. No, don't mess around; he'll put you down. But he's a family guy too. This <laughs> Is writing the review the IMDb page? <laughs> they should consult me. It's really what should happen that's what i that's what i'm pissed about cbs has not called me what do you, cbs chewing the fat at the blaze.com email me we'll figure out a time all right we'll figure it out you know what you could you can just direct message me on twitter at JeffyJFR. you can you know i got instagram and facebook jeff fisher radio you can message me there you know what i'm on getter too at jeffy message me there cbs and then we'll And we'll get together and we'll work it out a little bit. All right, we'll figure it out. We'll get it right, okay? Don't sign the deal with Dylan yet. Okay, so here's the deal. All right, we just had a big fight off the air with my producer, Chris, and he's pissing me off. I mean, I'm telling you, I'm really ticked right now. If you don't know, I am. Okay. But so we're talking about uh, Mark Harmon and Leroy Jethro Gibbs. And then we're talking about, uh, you know, all these shows like Organized Crime and the spinoffs of Law and Order. Well, they brought back Maloney for that show, you know, Elliot Stabler. They got him back in the fold. And then we were (laughs) talking. You know, I always joke around about having, being the you know the guy in the background of these shows whenever we're watching a show and my family loves it i mean my kids my kids just love it when we're watching a show and i just pause it and just see this blur of a guy in the back I was like, that was me that was it like, that was me <laughs> <laughs> and i was thinking you know they shoot shows here all the time why am i not on these shows 1883. One of the top shows in the world right now is filmed here in Dallas Fort Worth. Why am I not on that show? Taylor Sheridan, chewing the fat at theblaze.com. All right, I'll, Taylor, for you, I'll give you my phone number. Okay, I'll give you my number right now: 1-888-900-3393. You call that number and you say, "I'm Taylor Sheridan. I want to talk to Jeff Fisher." And whoever picks up that line, if they don't connect you to me, they're fired. I have no power whatsoever, and nobody's gonna pick up that line in the off hours. But you call it, Taylor. But what started this? And I know we gotta move on. I'm sorry. I'm just so I'm just flustered today. You know what I you know what the problem is? Ants. I have an illegal immigration problem at my house. Ants. And I am I have been battling ants now for a couple weeks and I, they are starting to piss me off. I'm ready to burn the place down, all right? So it's getting, it's got cold outside, all right? So now there's a few ants, you know. I've, the house had a little bit of an ant problem from the beginning since we moved in, all right, and I knew that. But I've been battling them. I mean, I'm not afraid to fight ants, man. I'll kill those bastards, man, I don't care. They're ants, and we're humans. We're the top of the food chain. Anything below us? And I will say it takes a lot of bullets to kill <laughs> I got a lot of bullet holes. <laughs> yeah. even, that, even after that they keep coming. Those ants keep coming, man. Anyway, so now it's getting cold and there's I, I so I, I gotta go I'm spraying everywhere and I put stuff on the yard and I walk around the corner of the house and along the side of the house there's this giant ant hill now. And that's where they're coming from because now they're they're butted up against the house against the foundation and i can kill the ones out here but the rest of them are inside can't get us can you fat man nope and i've got the crew running in through the going through the closet cutting through those cupboards and then we're going to cut across the tile into the kitchen don't leave that freaking piece of chicken out on that plate that mother is mine i i'm so sick of ants man i cannot take it I cannot take it and i first battled ants in florida and i found how to kill i'm gonna have to go back to the i'm gonna have to go back old school on them i'm gonna go back tony soprano on them, man because i they're my first wife hospital she was a director of nursing at this hospital in florida and they had a little bit of an ant problem <laughs> a little bit of an ant problem uh you know there's a few people i can tell this story now because most of those people are probably all dead now but they had a little bit of a problem of uh you know people would have ivs and stuff and you'd look down and there might be some ants crawling on the old ivs That's a little bit of an ant problem so they brought in the experts man they brought in the experts and i followed them i went with them i had a little bit of power back then very little i uh, just says i'm coming with you i gotta learn about how to kill these ants and these were the red the little red pharaoh ants they're a little bit different than these ants that i have here in texas but uh and what happens is is you kill them like a line you get the you get the row they're all rowed up and they're after your piece of chicken they love chicken man ticks me off and so you a know, little piece of chicken and you kill the line that's eating the chicken well then it breaks off so these down here then now you got two and they zip around. And they and they tell each other, oh, deadline, deadline, deadline. And they go around. So now you got two lines. So if you use, I used to put out these little uh, squares of paper with peanut butter and boric acid. You mix the peanut butter and the boric acid. Now, here's the thing. You got to set the counter, but you got to keep an eye on it because if you get a few dead ants around it, and you will because they'll die, the other ants are like, um, dude, don't go over there. Uh, there's some dead ants. Some of our buddies are dead over there, man. We can't go over there. So they got to go another way. So you gotta you gotta make sure you keep the area kind of clean of dead bodies, so that the other ants get fooled. Because if they start, if they start running into their dead body, other dead, but you know, like you would, if you were to come walk along a line, there were a of a, you know dead bodies, you would think to yourself, I think I'm gonna go another way. I'm going to go around this way. I don't think that's a good idea going that way. And ants are like that. And now I'm at the point where, you know what, I, it's cold and they're fighting and I'm killing and I'm continuing to kill and they're continuing to just attack and, and you know, come in. And I know that I know I can feel it at the bottom of my bones that there's at least one ant between my house and that anthill outside smoking cigarettes Thinking to himself, that fat man—he <laughs> uh, he thinks he can get rid of us. Just dream on, dream on. Send another line in. I can. That's. So I'm ready just to burn it all down. I'm ready just to torch it. Should we call nine one one? Give it a few minutes. You'll let that thing burn a little bit, okay? And make sure, and I'll start it on that on that damn ant mound, man. I'll burn all of them. Every freaking one of them, man. Okay. That's enough. <laughs> sorry. I'll apologize with that. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to ramble on about ants. But there's a war going on, and I will not lose all right, so we do have an update on the Pennsylvania monkeys. All right, so I was, I was saying, well, what's going on? Because the USDA is involved, and I'm like, what does the USDA, I mean, why do they have to investigate the treatment of the lab monkeys involved in the accident on Friday, right? So, and CDC uh, confirmed that the three primates that escaped were euthanized. And they were euthanized. Remember, they said they were euthanized by uh, uh, humanely. They were euthanized humanely. Well, now in this story, we find out that they actually, (laughs) they were euthanized by, I shot him. I took him down. And I'm okay with that. But, you know, give me a break. We're bringing in monkeys. We don't know what the hell they're got. Did we shoot them up with something in Africa before we landed in New York, or are they are they just wild monkeys with you know spewing disease before we take them to the lab and give them more stuff? I don't. I'm okay. That's what we use them for. We're we're humans, top of the food chain. Have I talked about anything but other than animals and insects or anything that I come to think of it? Not often, not much. Anyway, so now, so the senate the CDC confirmed that they killed the three primates that they shot them. So I guess that's humanely I, it is to me, but not to the PETA people. So PETA people are pissed, and I love PETA, man. I'm PETA, PETA, me, Simbatico, man. I, you guys can't get enough of PETA. I love them. So. Um, Alka Chandra, no, Alka Chandna. Alka Chanda, yes, that's her last. Vice President, laboratory investigation cases for PETA. Okay, it's a good gig if you can get it, I guess. Um, so they contacted the USDA. They contacted this Dr. Robert M. Gibbons. A veterinarian who is the director of USDA's animal welfare operations. All right. So nothing is going to come of this, and I'll tell you why. This is the uh this is the response from Dr. Robert M. Gibbons, the director of the USDA's animal welfare operations. We'll log this as a complaint and look into it. Uh, that's it. Uh, he doesn't like P.D. He's had enough of these bastards too. That's awesome. That is awesome. Look, we confirmed we the crate broke open. We shot him. We had to take him down. That's the way it is. Don't worry about it. And the, the PETA's logging complaints. We'll log this as a complaint and look into it. Thanks, Doc talk to you later that's it we're never going to hear anything more about how they're shooting the monkeys i can promise you that that's not going to happen but no i mean now wait we got to make sure the lady's not getting any sicker i want to know about the driver of the truck that was injured in the crash i want to know what the heck is going on man if these are some kind of disease ridden monkeys from uh Mauritius or whatever the however you pronounce Amorphophallus. Yeah, that island uh, I want to know where they were going To this undisclosed CDC laboratory And why If they were just wild monkeys That got loose Why aren't you putting them back in the cage Why are you putting them down I, I mean only one hissed and Sprayed, sprayed the lady The others <laughs> The others didn't hiss and spray The lady went up to the cage and the monkey's in the back of the cage, hissing and kicking poop at her. That's not the monkey's fault. Now, you know, again, I'm not opposed to. But doesn't make any sense. Anyway, we'll log this. And we'll look into it. What has the world come to? When you can't even have an OnlyFans account anymore? I mean, we've we've talked about it. They've they've shut down a bunch of different people, and people are making big money. I'm gonna have to start it. I'm thinking about starting my OnlyFans. Uh, I'm thinking can we about
0: pay it. you not to.
1: Yes, yes, you can. So, a former Colorado sheriff's deputy has avoided an internal affairs investigation into her OnlyFans page. So they kicked her out. They gave her 30 grand separation agreement and told her to get out. Now, okay, so she's got an OnlyFans page, right? Now she says, hey, uh, you know, I am a self-described as a MILF and wife next door. Hey, you know what? I'll give you the wife next door. The MILF, mm, mm, okay, you know, if you, you, you know what? You can call yourself whatever you want. That's fine. Don't shake your head like, oh yeah, that's a MILF. No. No, it's not. I'll person. introduce she you to my neighbor. I, like to find. I will introduce you to my neighbor. That's a MILF. I'll introduce you to my wife. That's a MILF. This is Anyway. A little bit of a butterface. Correct. And if I'm spending money on my OnlyFans page, I don't want butter. Anyway, anyway, so (laughs) she said it was a lot of material my husband and I shared as stuff we've taken in our private sex life over the years. I was working up to 60 hours a week, so mostly my husband ran the page and shared my pictures. And then sometimes we'd have fun dressing me up and taking photos especially to share Uh uh-huh no kidding so what is the internal investigation gotta be that she was in the uniform right it's gotta be she came home and you know dressed as mr police officer or ms i'm sorry police officer and you know either arrested hubby or handcuffed him or took the clothes off and started using i mean i'm just saying in my, if i was my only fans page there would be other uses i would i would beat up my husband with the nightstick so anyway for 10 bucks a month that's what i mean that's not bad for only fans you hear about people getting charging a lot more I'm a, but I think the way the OnlyFans work, and I'm not a hundred percent sure on this, but I've done enough stories now that I think I understand. You can have different structures for your paywalls. So, like, I could rent. I could say, okay, my OnlyFans page is: you get this content for two bucks a month, and then you get this content for ten bucks a month, and you get this content for twenty bucks a month or whatever. And then I provide content in those tiers. What I feel is those tiers, right? Is that right?
0: You can subscribe. There's also uh, you can. This content is purchasable. This particular video. Oh, I shot this other thing. You can pay extra for that one thing.
1: Okay, so then I can also. What happens if I if I subscribe to your OnlyFans page? All right, and uh, I, I'm giving you ten bucks a month. Now, do I get charged if I? Uh, That gives me access to this particular page. So if I want to charge more for a particular video outside of that subscription, and I say, hey, uh, this is a video that is extra, all right, do, do I automatically get dinged for that, or do I have to click and say I'll accept it?
0: You click on it to get it.
1: Okay. So I'm not just getting dinged. Every time I post a new, every time you post a new video. I
0: don't know how that happened.
1: Right. That's what I mean. That's what I mean. I, I Anyway, <laughs> sorry. What is wrong with me today, man. I, seriously, I'm sorry. I really am. No, I'm not. So I just want to know what the investigation was about. It had to, that's the only thing. Now, it's possible. Is it possible that she would, you know... tell people that I won't arrest you if you come to my house and be on my OnlyFans page? Yes. Do I think that happened? You know, she's certainly denied it. That's what I know. She's denied it. (laughs) You can't even have a OnlyFans page, man. That's a sad state of affairs in America today. I'll tell you that. Oh, who died today? Who died today? So you know who died? Charlie Brown. Charlie Brown died today. 65 years old. Peter Robbins. Okay, so it wasn't really, I mean, Charlie Brown is obviously a animated character from a book and a TV show, so he can't really die. But uh, the guy that voiced him, uh, Peter Robbins, he died. And uh, so, I mean, I guess now Charlie Brown's going to have to be, like every other network in America, and have the the voice, the interpreter in the window, because he won't be saying anything. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> no, it's a bad joke. Never mind. Never mind. Just a bad joke. So anyway, Pete, and he, this guy, the voice of Charlie Brown, Peter Robbins. Um. So it was sad because he killed himself. It was a suicide. I know. And you think, oh no, he struggled for quite a while. I mean, it's not a really big surprise. I mean, he had a drug and alcohol problem, and he had uh, Charlie Brown and Snoopy tattooed on his arm. I mean, when that happened, when that happened, maybe that's the point when the family went, dude, what are you doing? <laughs> I maybe mean, they thought it was good, I don't know, but he uh he was diagnosed with bipolar disorder and apparently he was trying to turn his life around coming out of prison. you know it, I know when you think like him out of prison, yeah <laughs> he had quite a laundry list of uh of charges and things that he went to prison for. What were they, Chris?
0: Well, at least one of them was uh, making criminal threats and attempted threats, and trying to have a police officer uh, have a hit put out on them. Uh, That's usually not a good GI thing to do. Probation.
1: Okay. So, according to this, he also threatened his former girlfriend and stalked her plastic surgeon. Who doesn't do that? I mean, if you're pissed at your girlfriend. Let's talk the plastic surgeon, too. Maybe, who knows? maybe he did a crappy job. Look what you did to my girlfriend's breasts. They look like crap now. I mean, maybe he had a good point. So then he he's on probation, and, uh, and then he did some threats to a few people with letters, and they sent him to jail. And then he got out early. He'd served 80% of his time, and they let him out early. And he agreed to not drinking and taking illegal drugs. Okay, sure. We're going to let you out of prison early. Promise not to drink alcohol and take any illegal drugs. Okay. (laughs) You count on me. Good to go. But he'd been struggling for quite some time, and it's sad that he killed himself. I don't know how he did it. Does it matter, Jeff? Kind of to me, it does but not to anyone else. He just know that he ended his own life. So we lost him. We lost Charlie Brown today, that's who died today. Have we wrapped up this thing yet? I mean, is it time for me to go? I need a drink, (laughs) That's what I need. I'm not going to. I need a cigarette, I need to go smoke with the ants. I need to maybe, you know, I was all happy I was all happy when we started talking about, you know, a little hippo business. I was all happy. And then, you know, it took a curve somewhere. I don't know, I don't know how we got there, but it took a curve. I'm just trying to bring it back. I spent the, I spent the whole show trying to bring it back because after I made the, I took the exit. I took the wrong exit is what happened. I was doing hippo business and I took the wrong exit and then now I'm lost and I got lost. I was winding around trying to find my way back the hippo business okay oh yeah all right now I'm feeling better Whoa, 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 that was a little much.
0: Stream and subscribe to more Blaze Media content at theblaze.com slash podcasts.